Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Hey, hey man, what's, what's up? We're back. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, take three because my microphone is spazzing out and stops they working. They don't care about our problems. Oh, like all right, fine. Let's, ju- let's just get right into it. UCF problems. Yeah, that was a good game, maybe. <laughs> Actually, it was bad. We won, but it was the worst win you could possibly have. Yeah, it was a big win with a huge loss. Yeah, it cost us everything, but we won. We still beat that ass. Yeah, it was depressing, though. That was it. Was good though. It was a good weekend in Tampa. I feel like we should just go ahead and restart this whole episode. <laughs> no, it's just fine. We'll get right into it. We're, so we're uh, celebrating the fact that we're almost at 500 mark. Yeah, and uh, this is our 18. Well, 18 B. 18 B. Because we 18, already did 18, but 18 A you know, might be maybe okay. We won't use it. You have to give it a listen. The mysterious first episode that still isn't on there because we were using a different podcasting hosting company. Oh. Maybe I'll upload it. There just weren't even any microphones. It was not great. <laughs> Wait, why not would that we, these are great? Why would we ever do a podcast without a microphone? We had it's one microphone. I don't think we had a yeah, microphone. We had we had one. We had, I think oh, we had was, this one. Oh, I thought we were using the laptop <laughs> microphone. <laughs> this is real bad. Okay, but today I'm glad you guys are tuning in because we're gonna just talk about something kind of fun. But if you've worked in SEO long enough, uh, you'll have some stories for this kind of stuff too. I, I this feel is like. Just, SEO nightmares and horror stories. Yeah, just like uh, things happen in the SEO industry that are really pathetic, and you're like, why are you doing this? Or how did you do this? Or why is this a thing? Why is this happening to me? Why did why this happen to you? For this? Why did you do this? <laughs> but uh, I think that we've, we've definitely snuck in some decent stories and tidbits and anecdotes in previous podcasts, but right now, we're just going to go one by one. Oh, we're going to get into it. We're just going to go through them all. Hopefully, you can learn from our mistakes. And we actually wrote them down. This or time. other people's mistakes <laughs> that we had to deal with. Yeah, and um, I think this is the second time we've actually wrote, written down notes. Uh, so it's going to be a real good one. So that's how you know it's going to be real good and we really care about it. So <laughs> I have my notes right here, no, my notes pads. And the first one says Paul, and then it says Remington Competitor Articles. <laughs> and I already enjoyed the story because you already told it to me. So, so why don't you go ahead is, and tell it again. The notes say start off and then blah, blah, blah. Uh, just run with it. <laughs> That's what you're oh, saying. I mean the notes. There aren't any more, more notes. Uh, there aren't okay. notes besides just this is the top. I wasn't gonna use the name of, of the company. Oh my bad. It, I, so. I can I can I can edit yeah, that. Yeah, I have to. Um, yeah. So let's talk about ri- rifles. One of the things that that can happen to you, uh, depending on the industry that you're in. So I was in education, and the government came down real hard on education, particularly the for profit and. You know, some are, are non-for-profit, but essentially from, from a business model, they are for-profit. You know, they're going after the same students. I still don't understand that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's like a tax thing, sort of, too, and there's a bunch of stuff involved. But anyways, the, the government was like, man, you can't sell people these degrees, and like, we're giving them loans to get these degrees, and they can't get jobs because they're useless degrees, and they can't pay back the loans, so you guys are on the hook for this stuff. Man, you've already expanded upon your story Ooh, yeah. tenfold. So, you know, they had these things where, like, basically five years after you got your degree, and even, like, ten years, they, you had to prove that you made at least, like, the average uh, salary for that, according to, like, the BLS. And so, like, you had to, like, they had to go and contact their students after they graduated and had proof that they were making that salary and stuff. So this is a big deal. Like, okay. all, all the schools had to do it. That's why, like, things like ITT Tech don't exist anymore. And, I, miss, I miss their commercials. And, and they're uh, inspiring. Le Cordon Bleu. Uh, is no longer in existence either, you know. Really, but that's like no, it's gone. So, but chefs, was, chefs typically don't make a lot of money to begin with, anyway. Well, things things that were like passion programs, what they called them, um, they got hurt like really, really bad. And like, like that's well, a full, full sale still around though. That's yeah, I don't, passion. I don't know how they because I, I think 
I don't know. I think they've had to cut some of the programs out that they had before, though. But yeah, like the the Cordon Bleu uh, thing was very expensive, and then at the end of it, you're a line cook. So it was like, how are you going to pay back forty five thousand dollars in student loans? Oh God, when that's you're it. You're making like fourteen dollars an hour. You know, yeah, that's, that's a not- notorious uh, industry to not have your passion be about making money. Yeah. So this place I was working, you know, they were super, super worried about putting anything out there marketing-wise that would be misleading about their degree programs or, or anything like that. In fact, it was so uh, it was so extensive that they would not use the the word learn on their website anywhere because they couldn't guarantee that a student would learn anything. So they say inform. <laughs> <What kind of laughs> well, no, we'll teach you. Expose. We can't guarantee you'll learn anything, but we will teach I'm you I'm trying stuff. to think about like nice little sentences for that. Yeah, like this is a real thing. I'm not kidding. Like, They're like, we have to uh, remove all this, all the references very, to learn on the website. It's very nuanced, I understand. And I was like, well, what about learn more about, <laughs> about our programs? We don't know if they can do that either. I don't know. No, inform Get more. information. Like, well, how can they learn more about a program if they can't even learn after they're it in the cr- program? It was so crazy because they were so worried about being shut down um, and being investigated and stuff. So, you know, when you're doing SEO, there's two things that you really, I guess three things, but the two main things is like content that like hit those keywords, right? And then like link building. That's really like the two main functions. And then there's like technical stuff to make sure your website's like going quick and looking good and converting. But, you know, those they're really kind of important. Um, it's, it's You can build all the links that you, that you want, but if you don't have content with like the topics in it, it's really hard to like, Ring for that stuff. You sound a lot like like a content enthusiast when you say something like that. I'm you not, know you are certainly I'm an a link equal. Building. I'm an equal. Uh, no, no, you're a link. You're a link leaning. Link. I am a link leaning, but okay. I also enjoy oh, some good all, content. Well, yeah, to eat. We both do. But you know, we're, we talked about. We're that. both link leaning. Oh yeah, because uh, it works. Um, so, you know, I'm like, hey, I do all this like content gap analysis. I'm like, hey, we need to be talking about this, 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 and this. You know, there's like a hundred plus articles. I talk about those careers that you could get from those degree programs, right? Mm-hmm. And they weren't like, hey, we're promising you're going to make X amount of money. It's just like, this is what this is. This is what you would learn. You know, like, these are like people that have these similar jobs. It's like working on that job, just stuff like that. And they were so worried, you know, about, about uh, being investigated that they had to have everything reviewed by a lawyer. And it wasn't like they went out and found like a lawyer to just specifically review this stuff, and that was his main job. It was just like the dude that was the lawyer for the company, and he didn't have real time to do that to be an editor because he was doing lawyer things um, for that company. Yeah, it sounds a lot like editing with just like legal background. Yeah, which is like not like, really so. We needed the best basically use. his thumbs up before we could publish anything. And so I think over like a six month span, maybe we published like eight articles. <laughs> That's brutal. And then who who are you like telling like? So how is our plan to post 100 pages? You're like, yep, we're about a tenth in yeah. that, not even. Maybe seven years from now we might get through all of it, you know. I, I got a good feeling. That's um, kind of wild. So it was just like a nightmare. And then you have to, you know, bring those reports, uh, your monthly SEO report to, you know, your VPs or whatever every month. And it's like, oh, yeah, uh, we only went up uh, 0.003% in traffic this month. Um, that's it because uh, we, we don't have anything else that we can that this we can put on this. Isn't like a bad topic to kind of like uh, stand just for a few more minutes talking about the bureaucracy of content. The bigger the company, the less likely it is to get approved. Is typically how that goes. Oh, it's always like that. And uh, so, I, especially with my clients with with legal, I definitely have you know, I've, I it's almost like an equal fifty fifty split. I have people that I've been working with. No, it's not fifty fifty. It's probably like seventy thirty. Seventy percent of lawyers still want to check it, no matter how long you've been working with them, and thirty percent. If you're with them for like a few months or maybe like six months and they read some of the articles, they're cool, just post it. But um, 
Yeah, it's it's pretty funny because you get lawyers that get wrapped up in like checking every single thing, and then and the, speaking of I lawyers, think the key is just to, to give them as uh, like a ton of content, and then they're like, "F this somehow." Like, well, that, that is what happens, but they, they they all check it. And one thing I will say, especially especially from an agency standpoint, I've talked to like bigger firms, and we and we lay out our plan. You know, we're going to be doing like all these things, and then one of the biggest things, obviously, is content. And like if we identified their needs and we know that we're going to have to have a solid and like comprehensive content plan and then they go to me and they go, we're not going to like check your content. Like there's no way it's going to happen. I can't take them as a client. Yeah. Like I'm basically like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I'm just, we can't work you together. You set those expectations right yeah, away. Yeah. Because like, hey, I said, if, don't I, do this, uh, if I can't write goodbye. content, you can't come to me like six months later being like, not, not much is happening because content was such an integral part of the campaign and I couldn't do it. I don't. I don't want to do with it. And that. it's not even that. Like, I care about taking your money. Uh, I don't. I'll take it. But you're gonna have a really negative review about me afterwards because I'm not gonna be able to publish anything, and you're just gonna pay for nothing. Yeah, and it's gonna be a big old bummer. And you're gonna hate me. I'm gonna hate you. I'm gonna feel like I'm a failure because you failed me, and that's what's gonna happen. And everyone's gonna leave feeling angry. You fail me. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, uh, the bureaucracy of content is completely understandable, but it is also something that I would have to say on the business side. Y'all got to figure out how to get over it because it is just one of the most important it's, factors. It's definitely mentioned. a huge nightmare to you to deal with if you're in SEO. It's like the inability to publish content is a nightmare. Yeah, and then we can get into now segue into the part about <laughs> SEO nightmares where you're working with proprietary CMS where it is impossible to publish content. Oh my gosh. I got one of these. I'm sure you do. Go ahead and start with it. Uh, I think I was going to use the same one. Same as you. one, yeah. I, I think we're, we're going to start oh, a yeah. little bit of a tirade, uh, the final tirade. Oh yeah. Because if we're talking about SEO nightmares, and both of us haven't been me in the legal space, my almost you know my whole professional career, yeah. And you having a lot of exposure, we have just a, a plethora if of final stories. If you're a lawyer listening to this, uh, and you're you know considering maybe going with fine law, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, don't fucking do it. Run away. Do it. Don't. I'll just, just tell don't. you. I mean, and then if you're like, why, why not? Just listen for oh, another 20 minutes. Get ready, or so. buddy. <laughs> so, um, of course, we're going to have SEO nightmares, like I said, because my background and your background, they're going to stack up over the years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's start with the, the CMS one and with good old firm site publisher. Let's take us back. And now it still exists. <laughs> so, that's the sad part. And it looks exactly let's the same back. for the past seven years. <laughs> let's go back to 2013 when we had to work with a client that we're still pretty good friends with. Um, Absolutely. And he had signed a, a contract with Fine Law. So Fine Law is sort of like a take care of all of your problems if you're like a lawyer marketing service. And then give you new ones. Oh, they do. So they'll build you a website, they'll host your website, uh, they'll give you like a CMS, uh, they'll do blogging for you. I think they'll do some link building and stuff too. It's kind of like a nice plug actually, now that it sounds like it. Yeah, but it's not. uh, (laughs) And then they have uh, a directory, which actually drives a lot of traffic uh, to your website. If I can say one thing, is that the directory in some instances does work well for people and they do rank a lot for their directory. The directory does make money for, for lawyers. Well, for them too. It, it does, yeah. Actually, it's probably their biggest money maker at this point, I'd imagine. Because you know that they just uh, uh, eliminated their lead solutions? They don't sell leads anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. As of December 3rd. Wow, why? Because they're terrible. Ooh, so I guess maybe it doesn't make money anymore. So that's not, I guess, sidetracked, but I you know, yeah. I know a lot of people that work on, so, in that area. You know, I, this is, uh, I meet this, this guy that's a lawyer and who Ryan worked for previously. And uh, that's actually how I met Ryan. But, you know, I get this job working for him in-house. He's a really cool guy. 
um, you know, we, we get into this website and it's, it's a fine law website. You'll know it's a fine law website because they put on every single website that made by fine law and the footer and they require <laughs> you to have links back to their website. And their CMS is like just something that they made and it's really, really stupid. It looks like it was made 12 years ago and yeah. it never got a facelift. But whatever issue they were going through, we were locked out of editing any content on the website for like <laughs> six months. So I had to sit there for like six months and not be able to edit this website. And so all, all you can really do with that is like link build and like you can do some like local stuff, right? Isn't that horrifying? So you, so you couldn't edit existing, con could you add new content? Could not add new, could not edit existing. So that's literally the recipe for a stagnant website that is put on a course to lose all its rankings very, very easily. And, and they had some pretty lean months uh, in the first six months that I was there, like so I was you, pretty worried. I was so you come fired. on, yeah, it's like you come on board, you're filling the gap of like in house. So when someone expects someone to be in house, they expect someone to be working 40, 50 hours a week on their website and on their website only. That's right. And for there to be an inverse effect is horrifying for the average business owner. Yeah. And there are definitely uh, a couple weeks where there was some legal assistance that didn't work there anymore because the leads were so low. They're like, do we, do we fire a new marketing guy or do we fire these support staff? Which is good that they didn't because once I got in there, I kicked ass and they had the best uh, period that they'd ever had up to that point since I had been working there. Very cool. They had great growth. But, you know, the, the worst thing about it was like, there's just nothing we could do. And then we're, so we're going to talk about some other reasons why there was nothing we could do well were you forwarding the content were they having people on their end make that it they had people that they paid to blog uh but they uh, couldn't publish it either it was just like lockdown whatever the issue was the the site was like locked down that's that's insane but i would have thrown up out of the so blog posts were complete garbage oh uh, we were talking about blogging <laughs> and this isn't just for them but when we say blogging is garbage i just want to throw it out real quick because i was getting like all ramped up it's about garbage. this is like <laughs> When we do blogging for clients and any sort of blogging you do in, in general, you're answering questions and you're talking about long tail keywords, okay? So you're talking about, um, you know, how do, why do, what do. So you're answering questions people search by and then you're doing like kind of uh, elaborating on some of the keywords you go, go for. So I don't want to get into that because we talk about content all the time. But when these people blog, they're like legit. They're like, they're like, Carrot Tough got a DUI again. It's like, no, this is terrible. No. Like, who cares? Um. That's I don't a, even know if he's got a there, DUI. There's an agency where I work now uh, that we work with that I I won't. They're very close to where we're physically at. Um, yeah. Right now in Orlando. Like an SEO agency. Yeah. Oh. Like they're close to our. No, no, no. Anyways. Um. But actually, no. You know what? There's another one I can talk about. Um. That that blogs for our local sites and like every blog post just has like the city name in it and it's like, do you know a mean drunk? in Colorado or or in Denver and it's like the same thing over and over and over again but yeah, with like people, like people that's really, the title people are really bad at blogging you think yeah something simple as and they pay a lot of money blogging? they pay a lot of money for that God, I mean, blogs I mean they write like 350 word blogs about celebrities doing dumb things and then like what to look out for like on Labor Day for the umpteenth time alright so getting back to why we hate fine law yeah. uh, so can't get in there or whatever, but fine law makes lawyers sign very long contracts, right? Because lawyers, you know, they're busy doing lawyery things, you know, cases, stuff like that. They don't really have time to market. 
they don't really know how to market. They honestly don't want to know how to market. Most, um, most don't care. They don't care about that. They just want to. They want to be lawyers. They went to law school. So, Fine Law knows this, and that their business model is to rip off lawyers at any at any turn that they can do it. Because you know when you get like a really good case, whatever, it, it's like kind of chump change in the sense of like what they have to pay for marketing. I mean, it's like a ton of money for what they're paying for. But as long as like leads are coming in or whatever, and they're they're able to like cover it and make a good living, they don't really care. So, what finally does right? They lock these lawyers in these really long contracts, and they'll basically charge you like four hundred dollars to host your website so a month. When you're saying, when you're saying a really <clears throat> long contract, we're talking like the, up to like three, three years. years. Yeah, three years. You're stuck in there for like three years. Let me pause. I don't know if this. Three years. All right, it's working. Okay. Okay. So they'll lock you into a three-year contract, and you'll basically be paying like $500 to host your website, and then they'll add on all these other things like, you know, blogging, they'll do some like SEO, which they won't really do anything uh, for any of that, and the blog articles, for the most part, are, are complete garbage, like they, they don't even read like a human being wrote them. I think I think some of them are fun. I, I think that they say that they have a lot of in-house lawyers writing, but no. um, I've had conversations with lawyers about this, and overcoming that kind of issue is... I mean, you don't want lawyers writing to consumers because most of the time the lawyers don't know how to write to consumers anyway. So it's better to have a non-lawyer writing to consumers. Honestly, better. I'd actually I tell lawyers it's almost better to not have a lawyer write your article. Oh, absolutely. So so that, that gets that one out of the way real quick. And then, uh, so on top of all that, depending on how the contract that you signed is structured, that you're stuck in now, paying this price for three years. Um, at the end of it, if you want to get out. They can say, "Oh well, here's your here's your domain, here's your website," but we own all the copy on your website, and you don't get any of that back. Yeah, they have tricky and they have really ugly and and then really boring contracts. They have really good lawyers that write these contracts. Well, you'd you'd imagine that they do. Um, and then, so in the past few years, and this is all nightmares. So this isn't like really like a uh, like a whole a whole like purpose just to bash fine law like these are just nightmares that other places just do ha- this too. happen to originate from any, from any this like SEO service that has you sign like a three year contract is probably not going to have like positive like stories at the end of it nah but but the interesting thing is they've gotten a little bit more lax in, in the past few years and now now they're giving people the files to their websites like oh my god you can take your website so then people oh, get all great. these these fancy zip files and lawyers are now they're not marketers how are they uh, computer programmers is 10 times more complicated so they give them these zip f- folders and then they go if they know like you know a little bit and they're a little bit savvy they know to go to their host and be like here's a bunch of files on my website can you do anything with it and i multiple hosts they open up that zip file uh, folder and they go literally we have no idea how this would be hosted on our server yeah and then you can't do anything with it and, and then you're just Shit out of luck. So technically, yes, they give you your website, and technically, you can't you do anything with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> unless you know like a proprietary like language or but they uh, know file this. formatting. <clears throat> oh, they know it. So that's why they're doing but, it. But uh, so the guy that we that Ryan and I worked for, he did not much care for fine law. He was stuck in this contract, and he really wanted out of it. But he had like another year and a half to wait till we got out of that thing. Um, one of the so he he paid for a lot of services. I thought you say he faked his own death <laughs> to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so uh, they, they go after your kids to get that. Uh, <laughs> they like would. It, yeah, it's like that. That um, is, uh, <laughs> it's really gonna roll over the next person so line. He really like went all in on fine law when he signed up for it. Like he got like the suite of packages. And so and one thing that triple di- platinum that, that did make a lot of money uh, was like their lead services, right? Um, so they had directories and like 
like they had a really a really powerful website that had a lot of like city pages that ranked really well for things like DUI lawyer and Orlando whatever organically. Yeah. And they basically pay you know would charge uh, lawyers for like spots at the top of it like paid advertisements. God, how, how convoluted have those um, gone over the years? Oh yeah, with they, ro- rotation and double platinum and then upgrades and side it, deals and, <laughs> and, and wheeling and dealing. It wasn't and, like it was a tiny amount of money a month either. It was like $5,000 a month for these spots. So uh, like, yeah. that's a lot. Like the good ones start at like a grand easily. Yeah. And so, you know, there's like multiple um, topics that you, that you can pay for ads on. So like DUI lawyer would be one and then some other type of law would be like another one and, and then you had e- to pay for each one. And then even one. more of a nightmare that you mentioned that is like, you know, back in the day, it'd just be like, oh, criminal and then like PI and then this and that. And then they're like, oh, how do we make more money besides giving more spots? Oh, let's get more granular. So instead of just criminal, now it's theft. And it works. Now it's theft. <laughs> they did now, it. Now it's battery and assault. Now it's, uh, you know, like 18, 20 different kinds of criminal defense have their own spots. Yeah. So there, there was like multiple ways they made money. So you could get a free profile that didn't really have like any information. Like I don't think your phone number, your website was on it. It was just like your name. <laughs> it's just a way for them to call you every other day. They're a lawyer. Um, and then there was like premium profiles, which were like it wasn't super expensive, but you had to pay to like unlock features. So you know you could put like your, this, this your, is a nightmare. This is what a nightmare kind of sound like. And then it was like okay, so now you could put your website on there and like your phone number and like some keywords and stuff like that, whatever, blah blah. blah. <laughs> and then then at the very top of all those things, that game of first was the paid listings, right? So you you're going to be first, and like you know people that go people don't really care about that stuff from lawyers. When you need a lawyer, you need a lawyer. Um, that's basically how it works. You know, there's not a whole lot of shopping around, I think. When you're looking for lawyers, no, they look especially. at the top one, and there's already like the, they're already kind of equating. Um, you know, this guy's the top, and he has like a gold rim around his profile, and it has like stars all over the place. Like, perfect. It's probably like the best. It's one. It's got good here. reviews. They're showing all this kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, this the guy that we worked for had had multiple you know paid listings on here, and one of them we we looked into it. Um, oh, now it, I know where you're going. Yeah. This is good stuff. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't getting any calls. And we called the number on it because they, they give you a tracking number. It's not even your phone number. They well, they have to do a tracking number, number to, to, pri- to provide the fact like they can do reports and be and like, they can say you got listing. X amount of calls. Yeah, you got 15, 20 calls because you're listing and how yeah. are they going? Blah, and they blah, kept blah. saying, oh, we had all these calls from this number. And we, we were like, we haven't had any calls this summer. And we looked into it. And not only, it, it wasn't like the number didn't work. The number went to a competitor <laughs> in, that our, is, in our city. <laughs> There's ultimate nightmare. Anything that we're going to be talking about tonight, and I, we have a kind of a list, we'll try to go through them all. This might be the biggest nightmare yeah. in the mall. So they were paying thousands of dollars for this paid listing with the number that went to, to their competitor. To go to a competitor. Yeah. And so, you know, Insane. obviously, if something like that happens, you're not very happy about it as a consumer, uh, as, the, as the lawyer there. So we had to negotiate with this company. And when they found out that they made a mistake, like they found out like on a phone call with us, it was like dead silence in the room. Like like the air was like sucked out of the room on their side. Like they, they were like, oh man, we screwed up so bad. It's like the worst of all time. And then, then the pain really started happening. And that was negotiating um, what they were going to do about it and how they needed to like compensate us for basically five to six months. Of an of an ad that they were paying thousand plus dollars, I think it was like three thousand dollars, that was going to competitor. Well, it's 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 obviously well. So I think that both ways you look at that, and I, you probably approached it is like a obviously refund all the money because you couldn't get any of that traffic, and then b the opportunity cost of you having not been provided a spot that could have been beneficial to your company. Yeah. So at first it started out with them saying, 
that they weren't going to refund any of our money. Well, that right? makes sense. And then it came like, okay, we can refund some of your money to a certain percentage. We're not going to refund all of it. So maybe like twenty percent of like what you paid. What, what, we, what we was could give you what money. was their logic about not paying you completely because the number was forwarding to it? Well, they were like, well, the ad does have your name on it, so it does show your business, but the number was wrong, so it was at least partially correct, right? And one hundred and twenty percent incorrect. Yeah, and so. I, I had a, just a great conversation with like the higher up people there at that, at that company and basically we got in the argument that they shouldn't have to pay us because it wasn't worth that amount of money and I was like so you're, you're literally saying that your ad isn't worth what we're paying for it <laughs> and you know the conversation didn't didn't go really well but in the end uh, they paid us 100% good yeah because we we just annoyed them nonstop for weeks until they did it so I'm sure that you didn't exactly have a stable relationship with them after that. Oh no, I think they they finally moved away from all that, which is which is great for them that they got out of it. I mean, they're they're like niche lawyer SEO people that a large part of their business was like escaping fine law. Yeah, I mean that's a nightmare in itself. And then they always threaten if you like leave. Like we were talking about earlier. That you know, like, oh, if you don't do like uh, anything with us, you know, they throw things. We'll remove in you it. from our directory. Yeah, you remove us from a directory. We have it like you're a part of a link wheel. I think they actually used that terminology back then, which is kind of messed up. But, yeah. Um, like we'll remove you from this. If you become a client, you're always going to be preferred. You're going to be a part of our our family, and we're the best. And blah, Should blah, we blah. talk about the CMS other issue with the CMS? What was the other issue? Okay. So that you had in mind. I mean, besides the fact that it is like simpleton crap. So. Um, you know, we yeah. when you're when you're doing SEO, you're looking at ways to get links, relevant links from other websites, right? And so we were thinking to ourselves, right, about, oh, how you log in from firm site publisher? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep, you can so, go ahead and tell it. So they had uh, this like one website that you basically logged in, and then you put in your credentials, and then it would take you to your specific website to edit it. So, so isn't like WordPress where you go to a domain and it's like a forward slash like login or WP admin? It's like a central hub, yeah, that directs you to like where you need to go. And and so. You know, we, we put in the credentials for it, and it, and it was just the the email address of the lawyer who owned the firm, and the password was like password or something like that. I think it was something really epically or it was like legal one two three. It was just something really stupid. Yeah, and I was like asking the guy, uh, hey, did you did you make your password this really easy stupid password? He's like, no, they they assigned it to me, and then I was like, huh. I wonder if they signed the same password to literally all of their clients. And it turns out that we oh we, yeah we, we can not confirm or deny, but we or know that most people don't change it, and it's pretty easy to log into their website. I don't think you could change it. I don't. I don't even think you have the ability to do that. So, <laughs> so you can think about log it. in as long as you have the email address, which is on the website. A lot of a lawyer. lot of times, but but fine law is very very anti listing lawyers' emails because. I think it's that their marketing is so yeah, subpar. They, wanna, they don't want people being solicited. They don't want people emailing. I also am, uh, take my paranoid next level that they somehow filter the contact form to <laughs> remove to the marketing companies. <laughs> that they like look for like like uh, syntax or like just semantically and like words that have to do with marketing. They automatically filter it or so, remove them. So we saw that, and maybe you're thinking like, well, how do you know if it's a fine law website? Well, oh, it's easy. They put. Built by Fine Law in every single website. Plus, their contact make. forms are, or the contact pages are, are like identical. Yeah. So if you just Googled the term "built by Fine Law," you would get page after page after page after page in Google 
of websites built by Findlove. <laughs> yeah, and if you're and if you're like a fledgling like SEO company that wants to find a niche and you just want to take over Findlove websites, you can, you can find them all very very so, easily. You know, and you can be like, do you want to switch based off the fact of alone you were a Findlove? Yeah, and we're not complete SEO scumbags here. You know, I mean, I don't do that, but so people could. we thought, hey, this is a pretty glaring security issue. Maybe they should do something about that. At least like you know, give those people unique passwords when when they set up their accounts. And we told them, and they said they didn't care at all. <laughs> They're like, oh, we don't care. And that was their They're response. Like, we have other things to care about, which is a bunch Trying of other stuff. Trying to sign up stuff. more leads, man. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm talking about not caring. So um, I, have a, I have a quick, pretty funny story. Maybe we'll close out our fine law tirade here. Um, and I was talking to a potential client lately. It was fine law. And they are moving away from them. And for a bunch of these reasons, they're very obvious. And they said that um, they did something where, so they were in a city somewhere like in uh, Southeast Texas by, by Houston. And it was some city and it wasn't League City. So, but, so they were like in this city, like let's just say it's a flavor town, right? Texas. And they were like <laughs> close by. And then flavor town. And they told them that like all over the website for their keyword or the keyword stuff you know, whatever keyword approach they took, they were saying flavor town like all over the place where they should have been saying League City all over the place. <laughs> so they did this like really, really weird find and replace um, on their website, however they do, do it during their CMS. And it was supposed to replace like Flavortown, Texas with League City, Texas. But what it did is it changed all the cities on the entire website to League City, League City. And it, like, sucks. And it destroyed like their local. Oh, because yeah. Because it didn't say, it said League City, League City as like an address and it didn't exist. And then their whole website like just got all messed up with like citations. And then Finlaw never fixed it. It was just, Stuck like that. So their website, like, still to this day, on uh, tons of pages, because they they were having, like, their people in-house that were, like, office managers and, like, paralegals, like, going to the CMS and trying to, like, manually fix it. It's, like, not their freaking job. <laughs> and there's still, like, a bazillion instances of it saying League City, League City on their website right now. And then Finlaw is just like, I don't know, that's it. Because they, they know that they're not working with them anymore, so they just, like, gave up. That, that's probably, like, the more you get into SEO, the more you'll see that there's a lot of business models that will pay... Um, for you to like have correct information or whatever and they'll screw stuff up and then they're like that's your problem dude <laughs> so oh it, it's remarkable how, how much it's like your problem and then like others i mean other horror stories you can talk it's not exactly seo that we deal with a lot are people where we come in and we're like oh you're hosted with like godaddy or bluehost or hostgator or like small orange and like these are not like really super great hosts anymore because like they super don't give a crap and then like their website gets like hacked or like compromised there, or gets slow no and then they and then like we we have to like deal Ho with it hostgator did, did that to me um like they got hacked and then so they don't even like fix the problems there's another company they use to fix the problems that you have to like work through and they'll charge you like three hundred dollars to it's fix expensive, it expensive man so yeah so like what like i had a bunch of uh, sites on like HostGator and they got hacked and like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of websites on HostGator got hacked from the same guy and they were like that's not our problem dude <laughs> and it's not like they but you're like, like whose problem is it? like yeah they, they got through like the one exploit um to like access all these websites so it wasn't like I had like you know a, a stupid password or anything like that like they were just getting into everyone's cPanel um through like HostGator I mean most of the time it's it's like the host problem. I mean, it's their server. Yeah. The servers, it gets compromised. Like recently we had a huge problem 
because um, one of my clients is on GoDaddy, has been GoDaddy forever, doesn't want to switch from GoDaddy, fine. And then their their website got hacked and then they go, oh, we got to fix it. Okay, I'll talk to GoDaddy. And then they're like, what do you think would have caused it? And I'm like, it's their server is probably compromised because you're on a shared server and you don't know what other people are doing. It leaks out to the server. It's yeah. a shared, shared server. And then GoDaddy t- turned around and said, we think it's because you, you didn't update your WordPress <laughs> version. And we're like... It was outdated by like one version. Do you think yeah. that there's can, you can find an exploit that seriously with, from one version? And GoDaddy, these reps went out of time instead of trying to fix the solution, the, the situation, <coughs> be like, "Yo, we're gonna do it." All they did was like they put it back on you. They acknowledged that we that SEO company and were like, "They're like using plugins that could easily be compromised." They didn't update the WordPress, and like for for a little bit, the business owner was like. It took like a little bit of convincing, and I'm like, really, I have to convince you. I've been nothing honest with you for years. I would, yeah. I would own it if it was uh, was us. It wasn't. It's crazy. It's usually always host gator, or your hosting company. It's almost always, unless your SEO company there, installed a, a plugin. There's like, no lazier company than a hosting company. I'll tell that to you right now. Like the customer service at any hosting company is generally complete garbage. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So. <laughs> Well, I think I feel like we covered some pretty good nightmare stories. <laughs> um, I probably have like, <clears throat> excuse me, probably like a couple more. Oh yeah. So we got distracted because we're watching a little bit of UCF basketball because we're acknowledging we want also, Bama in basketball. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we're watching UCF play Bama, and we're gonna possibly beat Bama in basketball in Orlando right now. Um, Hopefully. But yeah, we. I mean, we talked about contribution articles. I told, oh, I told I, that League City. Or, um, did I tell you um, the sign that I made for Jen? Oh man, they're all talking. So anyone listening, my my girlfriend's running a half marathon this weekend. Um, there's a really big UCF football game going on at the same time, and you know she was well, being. Why, why is it? Um, aren't marathons earlier? It's, it's earlier in the day, and she was being a really good trooper about it and saying like, "Oh, I'll go with you afterwards." And I was like, "That that's really crazy to say." Cause the game's at three thirty. But if you run a half marathon, you don't want to like go anywhere afterwards well that's why you run a half marathon instead of full marathon because the other half of the marathon you would have ran you can go to UCF game even when you run a half marathon you don't want to go anywhere afterwards right uh, your, your body hurts your hips hurt it sucks well, I don't know. I've, I've so run, I've we're not going to the game like 25 either way we're not going to the game uh, because of this right and I'm going to be at the marathon the half marathon um, and I'm going to have a sign for her um, just to show support she crosses the finish line you know I'm going to be a supportive boyfriend so uh, the front of it's going to be something really nice and sweet that I'm, I'm going to think uh, to write her. But you know, she went to University of Florida. She absolutely can't stand UCF fans right now because we're we're doing really well. Uh, and so the back of it's just going to say, "Can't stand it." Yeah, she probably just so is like the back of it's going to say, uh, "Break, uh, go Knights, twenty uh, four straight." <laughs> so I'm going to hold the sign that says, you know, something really loving like, "Hey, I love you. I'm so proud of you." And I'm going to flip around and it's just going to say like. 24 in a row <laughs> so i'm just gonna get that nice uh that nice dig in before you know right as she finishes right as she she pukes from exhaustion mm-hmm. that's cool nice see you very considerate and thoughtful um yeah i don't really have a, anything else i mean we could do a, a horror stories part two because there are more i mean when you're in this industry for as long as we've oh looked, yeah i mean this is knit and there can be really specific to lots of niche things but we'll save that for another time I do have a, a good one I can, I can mention last time. Ooh, but ha- okay. ha- I mean, I can save it till next time, but it has to do with... Um, Don't mention it now. Just, just tell it. Oh, I can just tell it. Yeah, tell because it. This, one of the biggest things that people have to deal with is like the complete um, childishness and the ire of a previous SEO company trying to sabotage what the next SEO oh, company is going to do. And those are always freaking horror stories incarnate right there. 
And one of the biggest things I can mention is that what we look at is if we know that for uh, <laughs> our SEO companies to be especially feisty, we take a very, very um, detailed look at before and after of their link portfolio, always. So we yeah. always snapshot it the second we get it. And more times than maybe you'd realize, maybe you wouldn't be surprised, you start seeing those links start to get removed. Yeah. And then um, we call them out. And uh, sometimes, sometimes they don't say anything. But one time they said, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> no. But like the, the worst thing that happened no. was they, they had okay. convinced a client of, of mine previously to, to like pay for expensive links. Yeah. Like they told him to like go buy a Forbes article to like go out and buy like an ink. Like so th- yeah. they, they convinced a previous client a lot of to, money. to drop like a grand or 1500 or yeah. more. And they actually <coughs> logged into those and removed the links. <coughs> They had no business doing that. Oh, man. So they went into, like, his Forbes and removed his links. Like, he paid, he paid for we're it. We're not renting it. We bought those links. Like, he bought it, and he spent good money on them, and they removed it. And I was like, why did you remove my client's Forbes article that said this on this date? And he goes, uh, no, I didn't. And then he went back in and added the link again, and I took the screenshot of it removed. <laughs> and I CT'd everyone on it, and I'm just like... You're basically your scum, and uh, it was pretty sweet. That's pretty awful to do. To, I mean, to especially like if it's on like their network. It's especially still, if it's, it's, still, if it's like, like it's a premium lame. type of link like that that like you the, paid a bunch but it's a of money dude, for. He, they told him like pay for it already, and he paid for it out of his pocket. It wasn't a part of like their package. Mm-hmm. So it's like you doing that. It's like that's vindictive, and that's I don't. I'm not. It, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a karma dude, but like fuck yourself, honestly. Yeah. And uh, there's more stories like that. So oh, hang tight. We'll, we have we'll so many it. more. No, they'll be. They'll be. You know. I love to part, hear part two. Part D. I love to hear this. your SEO story, uh, horror stories. For you out there. Um, Actually, if you're listening on Podbean, you, you can comment on there and you can like uh, hit us yeah. up, and leave like I mean, stuff. It can't, like I don't want to. Live to hear from you. I don't want to hear any stories about like. Yeah. Like if you oh, get a really good one, maybe we'll have you on. Oh, like the. They, I can't believe they stuffed the meta keywords with a bunch of keywords. Uh, like, whatever, whatever. Well, actually, I mean, I have like some great like uh, boom rejected hidden keyword. You know, like changing oh, the, the cloak. Tech, the cloaking. Yeah, the cloaking. Uh, That's um, not really a nightmare. That's just stupid. Yeah, you're just like, oh man, don't do that. I, I had a recent uh, client that I saw cloaking at the bottom of website. I'm like, that's silly. Shame on you. But it's like not really a nightmare. Yeah, a nightmare. Like uh, we'll go into it also next time is when you take over a website and you look at their sitemap and like by first glance you look at the website and it looks like it's normal 15, 20 pages and then you look at the sitemap it's actually a thousand to two thousand pages that they all buried oh, and you're oh, like man. and you're like whoa man or it's like all like Chinese uh, spam you're like oh or, damn it or the website's <laughs> been hacked already and you didn't know yeah. that. Oh, that's the worst uh, if it's just like thousands of Chinese spam pages. Yeah. Are you looking to go into their web, uh, webmaster tools immediately? It's like, this website has had manual actions already. Oh, great. And you're like, oh, cool. Oh, it has one right now? To, oh, I great. Manually submit it and like someone from Google. I wonder you're looking for SEO services. <laughs> like, oh, that's great because someone literally has to manually review this for like four to six weeks before yeah, we can do stuff. Sucks. Well, yeah. that's uh, all I got for horror stories for the, this episode. Well, I have a lot more, but we're going to save it for later. All right. Because we're uh, we're gonna, now we're gonna watch our SEC basketball game. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for for listening, guys. Uh, you know we're excited. We're getting up to the to the the big five zero zero download number. Yeah, start sharing around. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really listened to many other SEO podcasts out there. I'm sure a few are pretty cool. And we did have a guest scheduled for tonight, but he canceled. he canceled. I didn't like the reason. But he'll come. He'll come next week. <laughs> he can he can listen to this podcast to, to uh, shit talking. Yeah, he can listen to this podcast to, to warm up for the next one, and then it's, he it's can okay. Be like, it's no one's fault. That guy Andrew. already is talking. I hate him. You know, now he's pretty cool. You guys will like him too. He's he's great experience in link building, and he's got some great ideas.
I'm all about tell some stuff that we've never never heard about. So does that mean officially we're not going to talk about anymore? It's actually going to happen. We will have a guest on next podcast. I promise it. Anyways, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Goodbye. Bye.